0: plushcare.com slash weight loss Fabregas laying it back to Clichy fires it through and in well hope yet for Arsenal and if Clichy claims it it's his first senior goal it got a nick on its way through
1: Me, there's no secret, you know, when you mentioned that uh, the team, the club didn't win anything for nine years. Put it this way, Patrick was someone, when he was on the pitch during the training, I felt some kind of pressure. Uh, not because he was shouting at young players or because he was demanding too much or whatever, but just because of his charisma and the way he was. For me, on my side, I always thought if these guys are doing this, I cannot allow myself to do less. I do feel that when Patrick left, perhaps we had great player coming in, but you know that space he had within the team, within the, the club, uh, was perhaps really big to, to, to feel for any player.
0: Hello and welcome to In Lockdown, in partnership with Camden Town Brewery, I'm Josh James. Before we start today, just a reminder for you all to leave a rating via iTunes if you're enjoying this series so far, and to click on subscribe so you don't miss any future shows. Today we're joined by Gail Clichy, who was part of the Invincibles title-winning side of 2004 when he was just 18, and he went on to play more than 250 times for the club over eight seasons. Gail, thanks for joining us today. First of all, where are you speaking to us from today?
1: Well, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, I'm in Istanbul at the moment, Uh, and uh, after you guys, I'm about to go training, so life is starting to to be normal again, so... uh, Hope everyone is safe, but uh, yeah, life is life is good.
0: Okay, well, let's go back to the beginning then. In 2003, when you arrived at Arsenal as a as a teenager. But do you know if the club had been in contact with you before that? Had they been watching you much? Do you know?
1: Yeah yeah At the time uh, Damien Komoli was the one of the scouts you know for 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 Arsenal and, uh, and 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 to be fair that's the that's the moment I realized how meticulous Arsene Wenger was on details because uh, when he came down to Cannes to uh, to have a lunch with uh, my, my parents and, and myself you know he was talking and I was very impressed you know being 16 you know and uh was like a daydreaming you know uh, kind of time and then uh, you know i've just asked him a few questions and one of those questions was like okay but you know i don't really know if you're saying all those nice things for me to come uh, or you if you really knows about me you know and then he gave me one, uh, one, one, one little example of when i was injured at the time uh the first session into uh, my, my my return with the team we had like a, a running test and uh and uh, the coach stopped me before the end, even though I was doing good, but the coach stopped me because it was my first session. And I was a little bit upset because I was young with the first team at the time in Cannes and I wanted to show everybody, you know, with you know this, this desire to always get better. Uh, and he gave me that, that example, you know, of how much they've been following me. And that was six months ago. So I do believe that during those six, seven months, you know, they came, you know, often to, to watch me play and to watch me train. Because as we know, you know, it doesn't, you know, the boss didn't really care only about the performances, but the way you conduct yourself as, as, as a man as well. And that's the day I realised that um, either Arsene Wenger or professional football was all about details, you know.
0: So when you came to Arsenal, Ashley Cole was obviously the starting left-back at the time, and he was probably the best left-back in Europe at the time. So what were your initial aims for that first season? Because you had a, a big job to try and get in the team.
1: Well, you know, you use probably the best and I would just take that probably off, you know, and uh, out of the of the, the picture because for 10 years minimum, you know, he was number one in Europe for me anyway. And I won't lie, you know, when I came to Arsenal, I didn't have really any plans, you know, my plan was before that, before I met uh, the boss in, in France uh canway in third division uh which was uh, not a great level you know if if i can say and the plan for for my dad and, and myself was to sign for a club in france second division team or first division but you know lower part of the table to get that continuity you know into the the, the progression of my career but of course when someone like you know the boss is coming to meet you you know, you kind of throw everything in the bin, and you just listen. And you know, in the end, you you kind you know you kind of need to realize that this opportunity is is there to to grab. And and I remember asking him because you you speaking about Ashley, but at the time, Giovanni Ivan Broncos was was the number two. You know. Yeah. So um, I knew that I wasn't the best. I wasn't the second best. And I knew that if I was coming, I wasn't going to have much time. You know, uh, on the field. And uh, and the boss told me that you know if I was joining uh, the club, you know they would give Van Brokost on loan, and that anything that happened after that suspension, injury, or resting Ashley, I'll be the one to play. You know if I if I if I behave well. So yeah. that was a good point for me because being young, of course, you know you can be impressed, but I, I wanted to make sure to carry on progressing. And so to answer your question, sorry, I never really came in England thinking that I was going to play that, that much game. you know. Uh, for me, it was enough already that a club like this and a coach like, uh, like the boss wanted me uh, to work with them. And I knew that I was going to improve.
0: Your first chance you got really was in the Carling Cup, as it was then, the League Cup. And your debut came in that competition with a, with a few other players. I think Ces Fabregas also made his debut that day against Rotherham um, at Highbury. Tell us about your memories of that day.
1: Well, you know, that, that competition, it's funny because that competition we knew it was for us, you know. And that's what we all love the boss so much because he didn't just give you a chance. He actually gave you something more than a chance, you know, because we knew that if we're going up to the final, we will play all those games. And that was his his, his view on, on the on the competition. He was giving a rest to the to the older players which were which was needed for the, for the Champions League and for the FI Cup and for the league. Uh, and also it was giving us experience because you can be as talented as you want. If you don't play, you don't get better and you don't show people what you can do. And um, so, yes, this game was... Um, if I'm honest, this game is not the one that I remember the most clearly in my head. Uh, obviously, I was really happy to play, but you know the, the, the first game that I played in the Premier League against uh, Birmingham away Okay. That one is really stuck in my head. Don't ask me why. That's that's how it is. Um, but of course, I remember, you know, the penalty uh, shootout at the end that everybody everybody had to take one. Yeah, uh, it was of course at uh, at Ivory, and it was it was one of the memories that I had. You know, it is one of the memories, and uh, and it was a beautiful moment. It's a beautiful moment because you know that all the work you've done since you're little is kind of becoming a dream. You know, to to play a professional game, official game. Uh, into a club like Arsenal, that's 17, 18. It's not given to everybody to, to be able to, to wear that shirt at such a young age and to go on and, and perform for a few years, you know. Um, so, yeah, it was, a, it was a tremendous moment for, I'm pretty sure, all the young players uh, who were involved, you know. You you mentioned, obviously, Arsene Wenger
0: was a big part and just sounds like he took all the pressure off you and just told you to, to play your normal game. What What about the players? Who would look out for you? Was it the other French guys particularly looking out for you
1: at that time? Yeah, the group was good. I was lucky because I think we were eight or nine players, French or French, you know, speaker. But I have to say, so obviously, Jérémy Aliadier was, uh, we were close because we were pretty much same age. So we lived not far from each other. When we got to know each other, we were going out, you know, we were going for food and stuff. And he was driving me because I didn't have a car yet. But uh, the player who really really helped me was Colo. He was a young player himself, but he was starting to play and he was, for me, one of the best that season and the, and and the years following, uh, in in his in his position in the league, uh, but him and his uh, and his wife always made sure that you know if I needed anything, food, going shopping or anything, driving to training, coming back to training. These are small small things, you know, that you will think that are not important, but can I can assure you, when you don't speak the language, when you don't drive when you kind of you know don't know if the driver of the, the club's driver is going to be there or if you're going to miss the, the the time and he's gone you know he was there for me to 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 solve any situation you know tv french tv on he came uh, his brother came to help me out so the, the 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 tourist family was was so important and obviously as as long as uh, the, the 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 week were passing by I started to to find more relationship with cherry patrick uh, Roberts, Pascal, Sigan helped me out also. Um, but from the beginning, if I have to mention one or two players, that would be Jérémy and, and Colo. And for that, I would be uh, forever grateful. So obviously, we won the league that
0: season, unbeaten, as as everyone knows, the famous Invincible team. And you played enough games to get a medal, as you mentioned. You must have been thinking that English football is quite easy, were you, at this point? You've come in first <laughs> season, won the league.
1: Well, you know, it's funny that you're saying this because... I will not lie, you know, I remember when we were at uh, Ivory and and celebrating with the fans and the trophy, you know, going around, you know, telling thank you to the fans. Uh, I remember looking at the stands and and then somebody grabbed my shoulder and it was Cherry. And he came to me and he said, listen, you know what? Enjoy that moment. Take it all in. Enjoy it. Celebrate it. Be happy. But don't think that football players' life is like this. You know, (laughs) you have some big players in England who never won this this trophy, you know? And you have some players who are getting the end of their career who only won it once, you know. And he's mentioning, I think at the time it was Alan Shearer, you know. So he's saying, Don't think that because you come now, basically you're gonna be like that. And I remember in my head, I was thinking, What are you talking about? You know, I'm like first year, it's not even a year, it's 10 months into the you know, into my career, and this happened, but obviously, you know experience being experienced, Cherry being Cherry, he knew and then the rest, I knew that, you know, you had to work really hard to get something else, you know, to get more silver, right? Uh, But that's funny that you're saying this because I I, I really felt that, you know, wow, that's a, a, it is a nice job, but it's a nice feeling to get that every year, you know? You you have to think, I was coming from Cannes, third third division, Uh, I was 18, I really didn't know anything about football and then I'm throwing this big celebration with those amazing fans in this you know mythic stadium i mean you know any 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 player would would die for that and uh, and i've been lucky to 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 be part of that
0: and then you stayed in the team from from then on you had another good season afterwards and in fact i was looking you didn't lose a league game at arsenal until your third season so you had gone the first two seasons without knowing what it was like to lose a league game
1: well yeah uh, i wouldn't say um, that i was thinking about that at the time and it's just you telling me this But again, you know, now looking back, looking back, sorry, at the group, this was a special group, you know, these were great people who knew uh, what they had to do uh, to be successful. You know, they had won, you know, World Cup and Euros already. uh. For me, as a young player, it was the best way to learn how to Play football, but also how to become a football player. And when I say become a football player, I'm not just talking about how to play and how to bond, you know, with your with your teammate. It's also how you become a football player outside football, because um, football has changed so much since I signed for for Arsenal. But now the game is all about you know who can can stay the can stay without injury the longest. And you do this if you have your rest. You do this if you stay hydrated. You do this if you Uh, if you are professional, if you work outside. And I've been lucky because all those players were there to show me. So without them telling me what to do, I just had to look
0: around. You you said it was a special group, but at the end of that 05 season, when we won the FA Cup, um, Patrick Vieira left the captain of the team did that change the dynamic much in the dressing room? Because that it turned out to be our last trophy for, well, for nine years. How much did that affect the whole mood of the club when Patrick left?
1: For me, there's no secret. You know, when you mentioned that uh, the team, the club didn't win anything for nine years, um, put it this way: Patrick was someone when he was on the pitch during the training, I felt some kind of pressure. Uh, not because he was shouting at young players or because he was demanding too much or whatever, but just because of his charisma and the way he was, you know, we were playing on a Saturday, one game. So on the Sunday, he will have warmed down. And on the Monday, it will be the second day uh, to train. And he was the guy getting dirty, you know, he was the guy, you know, pulling tackle and, and, and training as hard as anybody else. So as a young player, you have two ways of seeing this, you know, it's either you say, wow, you know, if this guy who's the captain of the club, who for me changed the Premier League, want this, want that, if he's training like this, I cannot do less. So I will not be better than him because obviously quality is quality. But in terms of commitment and hard work, I have to match that. Uh, And you have those players who will think, listen, if this guy is behaving like this, there's no way I can catch him up. So there's no point for me to train. And unfortunately, I've seen players behaving like this and having that attitude. For me on my side, I always thought if these guys are doing this, I cannot allow myself to do less. So again, it's not about quality, but it's about uh, commitment and training. And to answer your question, I do feel that when Patrick left, perhaps we had great player coming in. But that space he had within the team, within the, the club, uh, was perhaps really big to, to, to feel for any player.
2: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Well, in fact, the next season, we did get to the final of, of the Champions League. I just wanted to ask you about that season because... Again, you started off in the side, you were a big part of the team and then you picked up that injury in the winter. Did it feel like you were robbed of your chance to, to go on the Champions League run? Because obviously, Ashley was injured at the same time. It was it was ironic, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't use robbed. I would use that, you know, it was destiny and it wasn't meant to be, you know. Uh, it wasn't my time and perhaps I wasn't ready. Um, of course, I was sad at the time because, you know, uh, you never wish for anyone to get, uh, to get injured. But... That was a long-term injury. And, and obviously, I was starting to really pushing uh, not to play because I knew that I wasn't going to play if it wasn't for an injury. But I was starting to push. I was starting to play. I was uh, playing, I think, two or three years above uh, my age group in France. So I was with really under 21, which was a big step for me. Uh, and I was called up with no really uh, solid time at Arsenal. I was just playing some parts. Uh, so I was really starting to push into and, and getting up to the to the to the level you know in my career and uh, and this happened and no i don't feel like uh, i've been robbed because again you know we had a good group and somebody else perform but i did feel that at that time perhaps i would have had a long a long run of games you know and this you never know what can happen you know it could have been that uh, i would have gone on and, and played amazing or i could have been like i said maybe i wasn't ready i could have just crumbled and then maybe it would have been the end of my career we we don't know and that's the beauty of football you know and that's why i I give all my card to the destiny because it happened for a reason i had to work hard from outside also you can decide to stay away and not really get involved or you can be there and make sure that you work on any everything that you need to work and i remember for all this time i worked with tony colbert who was the fitness coach and And this guy helped me a lot, you know, and uh, he made me realize that we play football. So we don't work football, we play football. But in the end, you know, it's it's a job, you know, people are spending money and and, and there is uh, responsibility to take. And he told me, you know, your job now is not to perform, but your job is to come back as soon as possible, you know. So instead of thinking, I have time, I have four months out, try to make sure that you come back in two months and a half. And that attitude never left me.
0: Yeah, so we moved to... Emirates Stadium as well that same summer it was like a new era for the club so it must have felt like that a lot of attention on yourself and the other young players to come through and to really take the club on did you feel that yourself did you feel like there's a bit of pressure on me now I've, I've got to step up
1: that's that's of about football and I, I would say even life you know when when you when you first start at in any industry you just start and you know you have your first year where you perform and you know you're not scared you are kind of Innocent in the way that you don't you don't really nobody's expecting any any anything from you. And then there is this second season and third season, and that time when we moved to Emirate was like, come on now, you know. Now you guys yeah. want it. You guys are saying that you can perform. Now show us that you can. And it was kind of a new chapter for the whole club because it was also the time where big, big, big players left the club, you know, or were leaving and that is not pressure because you realize that you know you have your opportunity but this tells you something you know new stadium uh new group new players younger players and uh, and yes you have to step up uh to the to the task and it's a new challenge and i do believe in the end you know even if we haven't won anything um when i look back anyway i'm talking about myself when i look back the way we were playing and the way we were seeing you know, in England, show that, you know, we had respect, you know, from every, everybody, but the age group was so young and, and you just think now when you look back, was it really possible to go further than what we did? We could have, but I think maybe we missed those two, three characters that were gone the previous years, you know? And what about the move itself to Emirates Stadium?
0: Did, because it f- must have felt like a, a neutral stadium, did, did it, for the first couple of years that we're used to playing at Highbury, the fans are used to it, the players are used to it. Did it feel strange for you on the pitch?
1: I really I really take it as, as a new chapter, you know. Highbury was, um, you can ask anyone, you know, uh, of my age, older than, than me, what is Arsenal? And they will all come back to Highbury, you know. Highbury was like... Wow, you know, Ivory, there's no word to describe Ivory, you know, the pitch was amazing, you know, the, the stadium was crazy, you know, the fans were just crazy, and 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 so many legends, well, you know, step on that pitch, you know, so, um, but at that time, moving to Emirates in this huge stadium, beautiful stadium, I do believe even there's not one stadium nicer than, than the Emirates, so it was kind of you know, how Garden. You know, it was how home. You know, the legend left Highbury, and we are taking over for this one. And you know, it was a beautiful moment. It was really, uh, you you could tell everybody was excited. You know, all the players were, were were excited, and we all wanted to give everything we had.
0: I was going to move on to the oh seven oh eight season because we looked like we had the team to go on and win it. And, and and I guess that game at Birmingham when Eduardo's broken leg would be a, a turning point
1: forever in that season. Well,
0: i, I I don't know.
1: Honestly, I really don't know if if that is a turning point. People will refer it to as as a turning point, of, of course. But you know, when you have points left to play for, you cannot say that one game is is the thing that changed everything. Mm. Uh, obviously, you know the, the 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 atmosphere. You know, with with Eduardo. You know, many of us, you know, was a little bit confused and, and shocked. But I would say also that a team is 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 uh, challenged during those kind of moments. You know. And perhaps not this game, but the way that you know we couldn't cope with—I don't know—you want to call it pressure—for uh, the rest of the season. It's more this than than that game, you know. And uh, and obviously, you know, people will remember you remind this game and 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 will feel, yeah, maybe that's the reason why Arsenal didn't go all the way. But I would say that if we didn't go all the way, it's because we we lacked. Uh, some character at one moment at one point in the season, for me, it is then just one game because you 've seen so many teams coming back after you know being five, six, seven, eight points behind the leader and go on and and, and win the league and none of those you know incidents happen uh, it 's just that you know one team or uh is cool longer than the other one you know maybe that
0: comes back to what you were saying about the team missing characters like Patrick and, you know, the the experienced players not being there to help the younger players through that time, because it was a difficult time after that. What do you remember of the, of sort of that evening? Because it all, it was the the last minute penalty that you gave away, which I'm still not convinced was a penalty, actually. What what are your opinions on that? You won the ball, didn't you?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things, maybe with VAR, it would have been uh, not uh, given, but it was a mistake, you know. Either it's a penalty or not, you know, what I did, the action I did wasn't 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 what I should have done. But what I remember about that is not the, the, the same day because even though we had that, I remember clearly we had a few chances after that to kill the game, you know, or before that we had a chance to go free, free one up or free need or something like that. So that's what I'm saying. It's not one incident that made you lose the game or drop points. Uh, but what I remember is that Cherry few few days later called me, you know, And he wasn't here. And he called me saying that, you know, this is things that can happen. And as a team, we need to bounce back and we need to go and and get that point that will make us go all the way, you know? And that's why I'm coming back to what we said before. We miss some character in that moment. I don't believe that one game is going to make you crumble. But I do believe that the group, perhaps at that time, miss someone like Cherry or Patrick. Had we had Cherry, we would have been able to go all the way. We don't know. But, you know, he was out it took the time to call me and to tell me that this is not a big problem. You know, we should go and we should carry on playing because we're playing nice. So this is to tell you that, you know, from outside, we had, I had a factor exterior from the club to kind of give us what we needed. And yeah. I think we had an amazing team and we were playing one of the best football. And perhaps that's why people are saying that we failed. You know, this group fell and we we've been called failure because we haven't brought anything. But the fact that someone from outside is calling me to say to the team, "Come on, guys! You know this is not a big problem," showed that within we didn't have what what was uh, needed, perhaps. You know. Yeah, but those were you started to get frustrated with
0: injuries. What exactly were the injury problems at that at that time?
1: Yeah, I remember it was uh, my back. I had two two stress fracture a uh, few months apart. Uh, the first one, the first one, I had it when when I started playing a game with France. And then every week I could feel the pain growing and growing and growing. So I played with, you know, so, so much pain, but, you know, I was carry on. And one day, I think I remember it was when we played Villarreal away in Champions League. Robert was, what I was at Villarreal. And I remember after the game, I couldn't walk, you know, I couldn't, straight, I couldn't stand straight properly. And, uh, and from that moment, I decided to stop, went for, for a scan and we saw that it was a stress fracture. So this kept me out for a good five, yeah, four five months. Uh, And when I came back, after a month, the the other side went. It's usually happening to players when they are 13, 14 years old, when you're growing. It was kind of unusual for me at this age to kind of get that. Uh, So when the right side went, it wasn't that long, but it was also a a good couple of months. And yet it it was a moment where I didn't need that because I think the team was doing well. The 10-11 season
0: turned out to be your... Your last for Arsenal was that linked with your injury frustrations, or what was the thinking behind that at the time?
1: I think there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of things, um, but I remember clearly that at that time the club was trying to kind of promote more British player. You know, mm. uh, there were a group of four or five players. You know, they were putting them out there. They wanted to to build the team around them, and you know, I was getting to a point where. Not my, my, the injuries, but I was getting to a point where, you know, you feel that, you know, the club is saying that they want to keep you. So I don't think they wanted me to leave, but I don't think, and I didn't feel surely at the time that they wanted me to stay. Um, and I believe nowadays in football, when you want a player to stay, you tell him to stay and you make sure you, he stays, you know? Yeah. And I didn't, feel, I, didn't, I didn't feel that at the time. I'm not the only one. If you look around the player who left around the time I left, they would probably tell you the same, and uh, and I think overall it was good for everybody uh, for that decision, you know. So it wasn't linked with my injury, it wasn't linked with anything. But I could feel that the club was pushing towards something else, you know. And if you speak with my close friend and my family, it's a moment where I was only dying to finish my career at Arsenal, you know, because I was loving every single moment of it. But at the same time, seeing how it was going, seeing that you know for the last few years we haven't won anything. Uh, and it was also down to me because I was one of the player. I just felt that maybe it's a time to, to break the circle, you know, and, and they're trying to promote new players. So I said to myself, you know what, let's go and, and and see something else. Of course the decision was so hard. The decision was so hard. I remember that that summer I got married and and I didn't know what I was doing at the time and all my friends being Arsenal fan, my family being Arsenal fan uh, was saying like what's happening, and I was like, right now I don't know what's happening, you know, because everything came late during the summer, and it was one of the worst and hardest decision in my whole life. Football and without football, like I told you, I had my cousin living there. Then after eight years, you know, I, I came as a boy or as a young man, and and, and then after eight years you become a man, and you have all your connection. You know, you feel really good within the club, and like I told you personally, I wanted to. To play there and, and 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 finish my career there you know that was maybe a dream but that what was what i wanted at the time so that decision whew, that decision was really hard
0: so you came back to play at the emirates quite late in that first season i think it was april your return to arsenal what was that like for you
1: well i remember the first uh, so the first season we i got a, a red card against chelsea uh, away from home and uh, and I was sad because it was the first game we lost in 10 games uh, I had a really terrible game I didn't play good, we lost and then being alone in the dressing room I realised that being booked twice in the game you miss the next game directly and the next game was Arsenal coming at the Etihad, you know, and this destroyed me, this killed me because you know, it was kind of uh, I wouldn't say it's a moment that I was waiting but when I realised that I was like you see, that's that's what happened. You missed that game, and perhaps at that time it was for me the most important game, you know, ever. Um, I didn't play that game, and then I came, and I think the first game when I came back to the Emirates, we lost one one nil, I think it was so weird. It was so weird, and I remember, you know, I was talking with Joe Hart, and 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 he told me I don't want to see any any hug, any high five when when you come <laughs> up that that uh, that bus, you know. And I was like, yeah, don't worry, it's okay. I'm ready. And obviously, when I leave the, the bus and I see all those faces, you know, starting with Paul Johnson, you know, yeah. uh, Paul Irwin, you know, at the beginning of the car park, the, the two out there, you know, which had an amazing relationship with them. You know, your heart is starting to beat, you know, and, and you think, you know, I, I remember at that time, I was like, wow, what's going on? And obviously, the mistake I did is that when we go to the dressing room, I'm turning left and left is for the home home side, yeah. you know? Yeah. So this is a little a little something funny, but that was... Arsenal was in praying, you know, was, was in, in, in me, you know, and and I was Arsenal before signing for Arsenal. And that was a very special moment. The game happened that we lost. I was happy to see everybody. And Arsenal will always have a place in my heart, 100%. Did you
0: feel frustrated, though, that the, maybe the fans hadn't understood? Uh, because obviously every player going to Man City at that time, everyone just said, well, they're going just for the money. And, and there was maybe, I don't know, some resentment or that the fans at Arsenal weren't totally happy. Did you... Did you feel frustrated
1: about that? No, it's part of the game. You know, you don't want that, uh, then you don't, you don't, you don't sign. You don't, you don't go there. You know, if you, want, if you don't want that, you don't go there. I always say I love Arsenal, but perhaps I don't love Arsenal the way they love Arsenal. And I respect them. And I love them when I was there. I love those who, who still like me. But I would say that, in a way, I'm happy that they feel like that. Because I do believe if I'd left to go to a club, who play for relegation or bottom half i'm pretty sure they would have still be happy with me you know leaving the club i think the, the really difficult part is when you leave to a club and then i went on that same year i won the title and then in the end you know i won two titles so yes they can say that you know we have gone for the money or whatever i know why i left and the trophy i've won at city speak for me I don't need to really speak and I'm not here to kind of tell them please love me or don't love me you know they love Arsenal before anything and it's not my job to tell them what to do I'm gonna
0: finish it there Gail because um, it's been great we've, we've spoken for at length today and that's been um, really great to catch up with you again so, so thanks a lot for your time today
1: no thank you guys
0: for having me and uh, yeah come on Arsenal huh? once a goon always a (laughs) gooner. Gail thanks very much cheers and if you've enjoyed this episode at home please leave a rating and review at iTunes and remember to click on that subscribe button so until next time thanks very much for listening